This episode is sponsored by Relist.com, a web-based software that allows e-commerce sellers and shops to list their items across multiple platforms at once. Use the code DINA, that's D-I-N-A, to get your first month free plus 50% off of a barcode scanner and thermal printer combo. Head to Relist.com to learn more. If you're from the Cleveland area, there's a pretty good chance you may have crossed paths with Charity D'Amato Crawford at some point. Maybe it was through her colorful lifestyle page, iHeartCleveland.com, through her beautifully curated Instagram account, Charity216, or through her creative work that's been featured throughout the city through clients like the Cleveland Museum of Art, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Playhouse Square, and so much more. If you haven't had the pleasure of meeting Charity before around the city, you've come to the right place. We have a wonderful conversation with Charity today to talk all things vintage fashion, colorful style, thrifting, estate sales, and how she styles exquisite outfits using a clothing rental service. Keep listening for a new episode from Thanks It's Thrifted with Dina and Shannon. Hey there, listeners. A few important updates. Dina's Days Academy is ready for students. I am launching a series of e-courses this spring that cover a variety of subject areas that I'm really passionate about and that I know a lot of our listeners and my readers are interested in learning more about. It's a great opportunity for us to dig deeper into some of the subject areas that you are also passionate about. The first course is live and ready for students. If you are an aspiring thrift and vintage online seller, this course is perfect for you. This might sound familiar. We launched this course last year, but it's bigger and better than ever this year. And I cover all of the essentials, everything you need to know to start your online shop. It's kind of one of those things that I wish I had when I first started. I experienced a lot of trial and error because there wasn't really a model for me to follow and there wasn't a lot of information out there. And so this course will help you cut through that painful process of trial and error so you can focus on making your dream a reality this year. Head to dinasdays.com or I will link the course in the show notes for you to check out and stay tuned for additional courses this spring. We'll be covering courses like how to build your own Shopify account so you can sell your products, whether you're a small business or a thrift or vintage seller. We will also launch a course covering social media fundamentals that will help you build a successful, authentic brand online. And I'm going to do a mini reels course that will help you figure out all the ins and outs to make fun, creative, engaging reels for Instagram. So again, that's dinasdays.com. Get started there and stay tuned for more. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Dina. I'm Shannon. We have a very special guest with us today, Charity. Hi, Charity. Hi, guys. Thanks for being here. I'm so excited to talk with you today. Me too. Thank you for having me. I'm a huge fan. And um, yeah, I was super honored when you when you shot me an email. So thank you for having me. Oh, we're excited. There's so much to, to cover. So I don't even remember how we met, like just kind of from the Cleveland area, I think. I was trying to think of that, too. Um, I think we met at one of the um, like fashion meetups. Yes, the Cleveland like, blogger yeah, event. And I have been following you. So I think I, yeah, I think I probably fangirled you a little bit. Um, but Aww. no, yeah, through the, through the, I used to do more in that, that, you know, in the blogger community, I think with the pandemic and everyone's kind of cut back a little bit, but yeah, we're ready to get going. It's been a while. Like it's been, I feel like we, those events happened like 2013, 2014. Like it's, it's been a long time. Yeah. You've been on my radar for a long time and I've been watching you grow and succeed and change. So it's been awesome. Well, I've been admiring you for, for that long. So for those who have not seen Charity's website and social media pages, let me just tell you, she's an absolute style icon. So besides being an, a, style, a style icon, tell us a little bit about what you do for your day job. Sure thing. I'm the owner and creative director of a graphic design studio called Studio Chartreuse. We're located in Lakewood, Ohio. We're just west of Cleveland. Um, we work with our clients to develop branding. We do a lot of product packaging and advertising and some content creation stuff. Like you mentioned, I also started a blog about 10 years ago. Gosh, it's probably been more than 10 years ago now, but it's called I Heart Cleveland, um, where I just post, I used to post a lot of fun things that were happening in the city. 
the site now is more of just a lifestyle page yeah. where I share things and I and I mostly play on in, in the Instagram space and like you said like that's how I met you Dina. I feel like you yeah. guys have been around each other since the beginning of all the blogging and all we're, the fun. We're OG Shannon. Yes. OG. Yes. Yeah. And and I have to say you're so kind calling me a style icon. I was reading your questions to my husband yesterday and he was giggling so he's like <laughs> when my the marriage was style. I was like well just you are so <laughs> listen you think i'm joking i am always like i wish charity would create like a little style booklet or like diary of your outfits like your outfits so so charity posts daily outfits on her stories and i've got to say all throughout the pandemic you were dressed so nice and i would be like in my disgusting sweatpants and i'm like god she's such an inspiration you just look amazing every single day and i and your little 15 second stories are not enough for me like i want a whole like coffee table book of charity's oh outfits God, so nice. i i mean it like you have an amazing eye for vintage and color and pattern and like it's just done so well, but we're going to get into your style in a minute. We want to do a quick game. All right. We're going to play a little bit of this or that. You have like one second to figure out what which one you want. Ready? First one is blue or orange. Ooh. Blue. Oh, you strike me as an orange. Well, I like both. I went to Syracuse, so um, those were our colors, blue and orange. Oh. So, but I just picked blue because I feel like I, I like to wear like these genie trousers and they're blue, so blue. Floral or rainbow? Oh, I know the answer to this. Floral. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vintage or modern? Vintage. If, oh. I can, if I can find it to fit. Okay. 70s fashion or 50s? Oh, man. 70s fashion. I love 50s, but you can barely find 50s to fit. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Teeny, teeny, oh, my gosh. Tiny. Everything is so tiny. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, stripes or polka dots? Polka dots. I love how confident you are with your answers. Yeah, you don't even think about it. See, this is what I mean. You told me one second. <laughs> I would be like, I would, I would use that one second to hem and haw. Uh-huh. Like, okay, but wait, can I like tweak the question? <laughs> She's a rule follower. <laughs> That's yeah. so cool. Okay, so we bring a lot of guests on the podcast, as you know, who love color and print and who just have a ton of confidence when it comes to fashion and home decor. So if anybody spends five seconds on your page, they will learn that you have an amazing eye for prints and colors. So tell us when you started wearing a lot of color and prints and, you know, when did you fall in love with that? Well, I'm a child of the 70s. So I think I was born into bold colors and crazy prints. I grew up loving like Holly Hobby and Strawberry Shortcake yes. and Punky Brewster. I mean, if Punky Brewster, she was my best friend in my head and <laughs> all of them could like rock bright patterns and also hats. So I think I started like colors and hats from a young age because if Punky could do it, I could do it too. Um, mm-hmm. There was also another girl, but I couldn't remember what her name was, like another TV celebrity that I used to, she ha- she always wore the big um, sunflower hat. Like it was like Jean. And Blossom? And Blossom. Oh. Yes. I thought she was like really cool. So those Punky Brewster and Blossom were like my style icons. Yes. Um, so yeah, it was the good times. And I just thought everyone else was into it too. I didn't think it was weird. So yeah. So that's, you know, that's kind of how I first fell in love with colors and patterns and prints. My family is not like this. So and I'll tell you a little bit more about them later. So you would say like yeah. when you were a teenager, you were rocking all of the funky, like were you different in school or did everybody rock all the funky style? No, honestly, not until the first day of seventh grade did I think I was anything different than anybody else. But <laughs> when you go to middle school, yep. yeah, we grew up moving around a lot. In seventh grade, we moved from Maine to West Virginia. Oh, wow. And I was really excited because I went to a Catholic school in Maine. And so going to public high like a public junior high I thought that was really cool that I'd be able to wear whatever I wanted and on the first day of seventh grade I wore you guys are gonna love this a pleated knee-length skirt it was white and um matching nautical blue and white striped shirt with gold buttons white heads white ankle socks and to top it off I wore a little white like pillbox sailor hat tilted oh, to the side stop oh it. Stop and a little it. bob yeah I, I went full-on nautical chic and do you have a picture of this gosh you know what? I've looked at my parents' house, I cannot find it, but I love how this is imprinted in your memory. Me too. Oh my gosh, yes, because I have a friend now who really saved me. 
um, this girl like ran up to me in the parking lot and was like, I'm sorry, I know you're new here, but you got to lose a hat. Like, what are you talking about? Like, that's part of the outfit. And she's like, I'm telling you, you're going to get made fun of. And I don't want to see that happen to you. And she was really Aww. nice. She was wearing a black Beatles t-shirt Aww. and jeans. And I was like, oh, I would never wear that. That's like not cool. To me, right. that was not cool. But that was what everyone was wearing, like graphic tees and jeans. This is, this is um, 90s, right? This was in the ni- 90s. So she became like one of my really good friends all through college and she was at my wedding and stuff. She really saved me. Um, yeah, I remember this one outfit too that I always, like my mom sewed, so I would come up with these ideas in my head and live, growing up in West Virginia, we didn't have a lot of like style stores. We had Walmart, mm-hmm. that was about it. So she would sew us outfits, so I would like sketch outfits and she would sew it. And I was in a choir concert one time and I sang La Isla Bonita by <laughs> Good song for like an eighth grader. <laughs> That's my favorite karaoke song. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we should do it sometime. It's a great song. We should do it. It's a terrible she song, but like a great I, song. It's a terrible song. I wore like a purple lame, three tiered skirt, and like I had my mom sew me a t shirt. Like I, I couldn't just go buy a t shirt because I wanted like black satin. Oh satin boy. Jacket. I'm like, whoa. I mean, it was the 90s. So. That's pretty cute, though, that you had your like own mom at home making you clothes. Yeah, yeah. sewing clothes. Mm-hmm. See, I knew I knew you would have I knew you'd have an interesting fashion background because you, you just have an amazing eye for style. And I love all the quirky that comes along with it. That's so cool. Yes. A lot of quirky. You try yes. a lot of things. You know, yeah. Thing you, you kiss a lot of frogs. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Now, and I finally... You know, I I buy the same pair of pants uh-huh. in Banana Republic. Like they're, I buy the pair and I buy them in all the colors. Yeah, I just know they fit well. Yeah, they look well. But yep. I've tried lots of, you know, you try lots of things before yep. you find the things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, you mentioned uh, you kind of moved a lot. So, like Maine, West Virginia. How did you end up in Cleveland? Um, well, I went to school at Syracuse University, and I was in a program, like a design program, with this guy. And his parents owned a design firm here in Cleveland, and I helped him. This is. I helped him with his homework. He wasn't a great student in exchange for an internship at his parents' design firm in Cleveland. Yes. So then I moved here the summer between my junior and senior year and I worked there and, um, and I met a boy and I moved to Cleveland for the boy and the boy didn't work out, but Cleveland stuck. Yeah. I love it here. Oh, that's awesome. That's why I was starting to write that blog or the blog I heard Cleveland because many of my peers went, um, left Syracuse and went to New York city. You know, they all had like three or four roommates their quality of life was really hard. And I was like, I don't know. This just seems like now I'm a professional. I work and then I go to yoga or I shop or I go to the thrift stores, like whatever it was. But I just thought like, this place is great. And this was in the late 90s where Cleveland also didn't have a great, it seemed like people were down on it. Right. People who lived here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you guys, this place is pretty awesome. That's, how it <laughs> That's so cool. I didn't know. I didn't know the. The backstory there. That's awesome. I've gone through your uh, Instagram, and I really love your bold style. And I just wonder, have you ever felt um, self-conscious about it? I mean, yeah, in seventh grade. (laughs) 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 Every now and then I will, like, feel a little bit, you know, um, I think it has to do with, like, going out, meeting people. Yeah. You know, there's a certain style that people expect, Mm -hmm. whether it be a designer, you show up in a black turtleneck and black pants, or, you know, just more more of a business professional. If I'm meeting with, you know, potential clients, you know, maybe I should be wearing, like, a button-down and a blazer. Mm -hmm. But um, I just really try and embrace they're going to know who I am in a, in a hot second if we work together anyway, so I just might as well go for it. I love that you embrace it and you don't, like, try to, you know, wear muted things just because you don't want other people to feel uncomfortable. That's great. It's like when you meet somebody for the first time, you're like, oh, they don't know me. But as soon as they get to know me, all of this will make sense. Everything <laughs> that I'm wearing makes sense. And then because you know that the people who know you appreciate it. So like this weekend, um, we had my four-year-old's birthday party. And so we had some parents coming that from her class that I, this was our first time ever really hanging out. And I wore a full length rainbow sweater dress. And before I left, I legitimately felt like, no, 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 no. You cannot wear this in front of your your daughter's friend's parents like we're all like in our 40s or pushing 40 and then dan was like don't change and my daughter loved it she's like no mama you should wear this 
when I got there, they were like, oh, I love your dress. And I was like, oh, you know what? I almost felt like I was too old to wear this. And they're like, no, you should wear it. So I, I know what you mean. Like it's you. There's always that small hesitation but then you just have to push through it and, and embrace who you are and what you love. And when they get to know you, it'll all make sense. <laughs> yeah. I also feel that way just about trends in general. Like uh, there's a lot of trends that nowadays I just can't even get on board with. And it makes me feel like there's something wrong with me that I don't like, like off the shoulder, like light pink, gauzy shirts or whatever it is. But like that just doesn't feel comfortable on me. Like yeah. that doesn't feel like my authentic self. So. Well, speaking of trends, what's something that you're really excited about this year and something that you will be skipping out on? <laughs> okay, I've, I have a few. So I'm excited about, like, I love the, the trend of uh, monotone dressing or, like, Ooh, one color dressing. Yes. Love it. Like, I've been, I feel like I've been doing it for a couple years now, and now I feel like fashion's caught up with me. But, like, yes. I wear this pair of, <laughs> I wear this pair of red pants and a red sweater pretty regularly. It's I feel really confident in it and I feel put together and it's the said pants I was telling you about that I like to buy. <laughs> so I really like that trend. It's coming and now it's like, I just saw it in the spring fashion shows, like a lot of, you know, same color dressing. I also think that way about suits. Like I like a suit. It has to be like a funky suit, like all pink mm-hmm. or all purple or something like, but I also feel very put together when I'm in a like top and bottom that match. Like go, like I just love a set. I love sets. I feel like I would maybe that's coming at me from the 80s and 90s, but I love a good matching set. Mm-hmm. I remember in college, I used to wear like green from head to toe. Yeah. And then I yeah. always would feel like, oh my gosh, people, I know people are making fun of me because it really wasn't popular, but I did not care. I loved green so much. I still do. Everyone comments when I wear it. Like if I wear the red pants and the red shirt, they're like, oh my gosh, you're the only one I know that could wear that. And I'm like, that's true. Everyone can wear it. You just have to be ready just to be like, oh, thanks. Like, I know it's weird, but I like it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also another trend that I saw the other day that I think is cool, especially as a mom, these supersized tote bags, like these really big tote bags are coming back because people are starting, you know, we, during the pandemic, everyone got those teeny tiny little purses cause they didn't leave the house. And if they did, it was just for a credit card and <laughs> that was it. But now we need our lives back. So mm-hmm. big, I don't have one yet, but it's something I'm kind of watching for. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's an easy thing you can thrift. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, if not a few of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also saw on in the fashion shows last week that sparkle every day you know i love good sequence sparkle they're calling it morning sequence which i think is so funny morning (laughs) sequence um on the runway but i i um with my instagram during the holidays for the past three years i've kind of hosted a fashion challenge yeah it's just for december and it's to wear your best fancy clothes during the holiday season so don't save it for your work party like wear it on a monday oh i love Um, that yeah yeah, we kind of like my sister is a writer. And so she and I kind of came up with like, the sayings that we would use every day. And, and um, so yeah, I think morning sequence is great. And so wear your sequence all the time. That sounds like Dina. <laughs> yeah, I always imagine her like in her sequin dress, like writing her blog. <laughs> <laughs> like Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that is not that is not I do though. I do think of you that way. <laughs> Yeah, Charity has has my dream closet. So you did a little collaboration, was it with Cleveland Magazine, who did a tour of your closet? I was so excited to watch it. Thank you. It was really fun, and it it um, made me clean. You know, yeah. every time anyone's coming over, you, you pick up. But I do have to say, I have some really good friends that wanted to do like an intervention on the shoes. They were like, Aww. Charity, you shouldn't. Like, we love you, and you're our friend, but it's kind of getting too close to hoarding <laughs> no no it was it's a dream it's an absolute dream closet i don't throw shoes away like dry rod or something i 100 percent understand always, yeah like i have shoes from high school so they're know, a few years old me and, too uh, girl me too <laughs> <laughs> every year i will go through and throw a few away if i haven't worn them I look at them in the morning i'm like which pair of shoes i'm gonna wear and then sometimes i base my outfit on the shoes <laughs> oh that's smart because someone once told me shoes always fit that's true yep yeah you can can always have a good pair of shoes yep trends i'm skipping out for well i was gonna say i'm I'm pretty i'm a modest person but i'm i'm like comfortable in my size i'm probably about size 12 14 so you're not gonna find me in any like um cut out bodycon dresses (laughs) yeah cutouts are big this year Um, yeah cutouts like the side cutouts yeah older cutouts like no also the low slung jeans like yeah I would all just be hanging out in all the places. That you, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> and I mean, like, I just don't want to show very much skin. I, I don't know. It's. Just, I feel like I. I never did. It has nothing to do with being a woman in her 40s. It just wasn't in my personality. Same like, here. I even think wearing a V-neck is like risque. And mm. like, 
you know, I just like a good crew neck. I like, I just like everything kind of buttoned up and covered up. You know, I really like, I like Drew Barrymore and she's, she kind of dresses that way too. Mm-hmm. So I like her style. Yeah. She's and, always um, cute. Yeah. Like I like, she does some of that same color dressing too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on the fence on the cottage core trends. Like I, I did it once. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like the lace collars and the tiny floral prints, but um, the drop waist dresses don't really do it for me. And um, yeah, like Laura Ashley, like I like florals, but they have to be big florals. Mm-hmm. They can't be anything too precious or too pretty. The small um, florals that I like though are like daisies, like the 90s florals. You know what I mean? Like I like a yeah. good daisy skirt or a daisy dress, like the lots of ruffles and stuff like that. Uh, doesn't look good on me. Uh, once it gets like uh, viney as well, you know, if there's like too much green vine plus the flower, then I'm out. Like, that's, but so, that's such a specific it's just, thing. It's just too that. much. Like, yeah. <laughs> too many yeah. vines. Well, you know what you like. You know what you like. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I also, fashion trends I'm skipping out on, Dina, I'm just not into athleisure. Oh, yeah. Been. That's why I got dressed up. Yeah. That's oh. like, during the pandemic, I mean, I tried. I, I, I got some matching hoodie sweatpant combos i have a very good friend who was like you have to buy these i know it's not in your wheelhouse and i wore them a couple times and then i gave them to a friend because i was like i just didn't feel good in them like i felt sloppy i felt unprofessional like it just it didn't work for me yeah yeah i bet that work out in it obviously but right right i bet that helped um your mental health every day waking up getting ready i bet it was easier for you to like jump in and be productive I, I noticed like when I was, te- yeah, when I was teaching from home, it, a lot of times, you know, I was wearing pajama pants and it was just like, I noticed that if I just wear jeans, which is simple, yep. that I'd fe- I felt yeah. better. As a firm, we would have, we had a standing nine o'clock phone call every day. So like, I knew that like at eight o'clock I had to get in the shower, get dressed. Like it just kind of gave me a rhythm of the day as opposed to just the day blending all in together. And then I just felt like, well, I wasn't really going anywhere, so I could wear really whatever I wanted. Right. When you say I got dressed up, I didn't get dressed up in like ball gowns, but I I put on suits for many days. I was just sitting here at this table working. Yes. It just made me feel better. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I'm, I I really meant it. Like watching your photos and your stories uh, throughout the pandemic was really inspiring for me because I really struggled and I'm still kind of struggling with the, with the transition. I mean, two years into it, it was just such a big it was such a big shift and it happened so quickly. Like we left the office and then we thought we were coming back two weeks later. And then I literally never went back. It was a weird transition for me. Like all of my office clothes I haven't touched in two years. And so watching you just look so beautiful and put together and energetic and upbeat and optimistic, like it was really inspiring. And I I really mean that. Didn't go unnoticed from lots of my friends too. So, I mean, it was just, and I didn't even know that I was doing it. Mm-hmm. Like it just was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to tackle it. I also got really into cooking, you know, mm-hmm. every, as everyone had their things, but then I started photographing food. Like I just, you just kind of felt, you tried different things and just the getting dressed stuck. But Dina, I've seen a couple of posts on your post about getting rid of your office clothes. Just wear them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I did have to downsize though. Like some things that I didn't really love even when I was in the office I'm like, let me like make room for things that I'm actually wearing. So I, I pretty much got rid of those things. And then I did keep some stuff because it's like, I, you know, I uh, probably need them. Yeah. 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 I mean, you're a professional. You go out and about like, sometimes you're going to need that blazer. Yeah. Even if it's hot pink. Oh yeah. I will never get rid of a hot pink blazer. Don't, don't push it. (laughs) (laughs) How did you get into vintage and thrifting? Okay. Um, so growing up, uh, when I have, like I said, I have two sisters and my parents would give us kind of a back to school allowance. Mm -hmm. And I, as you know, if you go to my feed, I'm more about quantity than quality. Not (laughs) not that I don't like nice things, but I like to thrift and get a lot of things. So my sister would go and spend her $65 on one like J crew roll neck sweater. And I would go to, do you guys have Gabriel brothers? Oh yeah. Okay, Gabe's was like my jam. And I would just like, you know, buy all the 99 cent shirts and I would like make stuff with them. Like I would, I would, I couldn't afford an Esprit. Like Esprit had those like rugby's and Benetton had rugby's, but I would just buy like generic shirts and like puffy painted on. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I made my own brands. It was awesome. Oh, that's so Um, cool. I didn't think it was awesome at the time. I was like, 
I don't have enough money. But now I think back, I'm like, I was, I was a fledgling graphic designer back then. Yeah. Um, You're making me yeah, think would... like you were Molly Ringwall in um, Pretty in Pink when she made her own prom dress. Let's like, not get crazy. I always wish I could yeah. do that. Oh, my gosh. Are it sounds like you did. Oh, my gosh. Are you the youngest? I'm the oldest. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. If this yeah, is, I'm, but I'm getting like little sister energy from like the the projects and stuff. Like I, I thought maybe you were the youngest sister. No, my little sister will do projects too. My middle sister has really nice things, but she only has like you know four things. That yeah. Um, and she still stayed that way forever. Um, Gabriel Brothers used to always also have this like bin. It was huge. I want to say it was like three feet by three feet, filled with just like um. Ear, like jewelry parts oh like, i think they used to go like it was when like the limited had like just walls of jewelry and they would just like take all their scraps you can <laughs> i would search for hours to try and mm-hmm. find a matching earring you could never find a matching so yeah. i would just like take them i'd sew them on vests remember vests oh my Men's gosh vests. isn't she amazing? yes yeah. yes i and love your creativity this is so cool it was weird but it was fun and you know there wasn't a lot to do growing up in west virginia so we, we you know we had the time to do those kind of things it was good yeah. Boredom is, what do they say? Boredom is the, is the impetus of creativity. Isn't that what they say? So I always in, encourage my son to get bored. Yes. It never happened. I but. feel like it's really hard with phones now. Like we always have yeah. technology to keep our interest. I was just telling my husband the same thing mm-hmm. yesterday. Like we need to put our phones down and get bored so we can do something creative. Yeah, it's true. That is so true. Yeah, because growing up in Jordan in the summers, it was pretty boring. Mm-hmm. Like we would see our friends boring. maybe once yeah. or twice a week and then it was boring. And so that's when I started doing really weird things too, like painting bottle caps off of pop cans <laughs> and making them and oh, like, yeah. turning them into necklaces. And I was painting oh, yeah. like bobby pins and yeah, you're so right. It just have to improvise. You guys, I used to make these um, like barrettes. So, you know, they were like, I don't know, they kind of like clamped down and they sprung back open and yeah. I would take hot glue and I would literally take popcorn with hot glue and I would glue these like popcorn balls onto barrettes and then I would take my mom's clear nail polish and like shellac them and then I would sell them yeah. to my neighbors. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Popcorn barrettes. You heard it here first. And sometimes if my mom had dried beans, I would use dried beans too. You better wow. trademark this before yep. it ends up on the runway next season. <laughs> It'll be at Urban Outfitters next month. For five hundred dollars. That's so funny. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Realist.com. Realist allows you to post your listings to multiple marketplaces at once online, but they also just launched a really cool new feature. The offline marketplace feature is perfect for sellers who sell at Craft Joe's, flea markets, or any place that's offline. It allows you to create orders when you're out and about and track your inventory at the same time so you don't have to worry about it when you get back home. Check them out at Realist.com. And be sure to use the code DINA on the Get Started page so you can save 50% off of a barcode, scanner, and thermal printer combo, and you'll get your first month free as well. That's realist.com to learn more. So as I mentioned, you have an amazing eye for vintage, like really, really, really good eye. So tell us some of your favorite tips. How do you find things? And specifically, you mentioned you're like a size to 12 to 14, which can be difficult sometimes to find uh, vintage in those sizes. Tell us, tell us all your secrets. What do you do? Yeah. Um, so when I go to when I go to a thrift store, I just kind of like stand back from the aisle. Like I stand back and I kind of just visually look for patterns, colors, textures. You know, you can find like if it's a good tweed or something. You just know if it's older. Now I will say that LuLaRoe has sometimes like you know um messed up my strategy yeah you have some patterns every now and then that reflect you know kind of look back on the 70s and 80s and so i'll go over and i'll be like oh, no that's not vintage <laughs> so I, I start there like just an overall glance i never get like real i don't just kind of go through i just step back and look to see what's old or i just like you know you've said before you, a lot of thrift stores um nowadays have like a vintage section mm-hmm. sometimes i think it's they're overpriced so i try not to go to those sections i try and find it myself so I do that. I also really love estate sales. So estate sales, you can go online usually and, and peruse the estate sales, like what's going to happen on Saturday and Sunday, like what you put in your zip code. I think it's estatesales.net. Mm-hmm. You can just look at wh- where the estate sales are in your neighborhood. And then I, I read them to see like, well, what, what size was this woman when she passed? Or, you know, what are they, and they'll say like women's clothes in size 12, 14. And then I'm like, I'm there. That's also, a great a tip. 
Yeah, if you go on the if you go the last day of the sale, usually everything's like fifty percent off. Oh. Yeah. So you can usually tell, or if like, even if um, you think the clothes are like from the eighties and they're like an eight ten, well, eighties clothes are bigger, baggier. So you're like, well, I might be out. She might have some large sweaters. I'm gonna go check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, or then if you just think the style is so great, like whoever this person was that's having the estate sale, maybe it's someone's mom or whatever, and they just had good accessories. You could, you know, you might not be going for clothes, but you could go for those really cool, like little clutch bags that you're not going to spend more than two, three dollars on. But um, everyone's going to be like, "Where'd you get that? That's so cool." <laughs> so there's that. Um, oh, can I ask then- a question about your estate sale experience? So when you go to estate sales, I've only been to a couple, and I just, I don't know, I always feel. Um, nervous to go because I don't want to spend too much money. Do you find that thrifting anymore is is a little bit more expensive than estate sales or vice versa or it just depends? I think it just depends. But going that last day of the, the estate sale, the people just want to get it out of the house. Okay. So they, I mean, they're open to negotiations. They're usually saying everything in the house is 50% off. So, I mean, I'm not shopping for um, silver or China or fine jewelry or those mm-hmm. kind of things. So, you know, mom's big baggy sweaters that are have really cool nineties appliques on them. They're just like, get that out of the house. <laughs> Sometimes they just don't, the sellers don't know what they have. So I think you can get good deals. I, I mean, I still think there's, there's plenty of room to get good pricing on thrift. It's just a vintage thrift. Sometimes that they call out as vintage. Sometimes I think it's silly, but, but yeah, so I, don't be nervous. Don't go in the first day. Don't wait in lines. I think all those things, I mean, unless like you want that orange couch that, you know, they have in there and like you need that couch then you have to go and wait in line um because some old those kind of things do like those the, the pictures that they show on the website usually those things go pretty fast okay sees the picture and they want to go find it but if they just show a picture of like a bedroom and it's like full of clothes everywhere no one's probably going i want that pink sweater except for charity <laughs> so, well, except for- <laughs> and i also have some really good friends this is my third tip um thrift with a friend yeah so as much as I like to thrift alone just because I can get in and out fast you know like on a lunch break or whatever but I have some really good friends that also like to do it so we kind of like plan um to go to some of the like the regional antique fairs in in um, Burton so I think that's over in Geauga County so that's uh east of Cleveland they have a a big sale spring and fall called the Burton Antique Festival a lot of people go there to find furniture and home decor but there's a lot of clothing vendors too that have good stuff. Again, they don't want to haul it off the, once they bring it to the fairgrounds, they don't want to take it home. So if you're interested, go at the end of the day, negotiate, everything's up for negotiation. My dad taught me that, Mm -hmm. even though um, sometimes it's super embarrassing when he goes to Home Depot and asks for like a better deal. (laughs) Like you can't negotiate at Home Depot. Oh, that's so cute. So I have a quick um, question about estate sales. This is what I really struggle with. And this is, totally like due to FOMO but like I've heard you know over the years if you you only go you should go on the last day but like don't you feel like by the time you get there on Sunday every all the good stuff is gone it's exactly how I felt kind of like what meant to be right do you yeah that's true meant to be is meant to be that's kind of how they approach I mean I have so much that I just kind of say if it's meant if it's there and it's meant to be then and a lot of times it is meant to be so it's there um I mean you could go Saturday afternoon you know, and just, you could stock something, you go back twice if you want. I've heard that you guys do that sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, feel, I feel you, but, um, or you're just willing to pay a little bit more because you really want it or you really want to check it out or you're in that neighborhood, you know, on yeah. Saturday, you're not going to drive back to Cleveland on Sunday just to go back for the discount. And, you know, the discount might not even be much because if the sweater's $5 on Saturday, I mean, you're saving two fifty. That's what's your time worth. So, don't, and I was going to say, sometimes I feel like estate sales, they do give off an air of um, fanciness, but you're literally tromping through someone's house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot of the times it's kind of sad, actually. Yeah. I yes. love going to estate sales. You know, when they're selling the, the food out of the drawers and you're like, <gasps> what the sad? Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Wow. But the clothes, usually the clothes, I mean, think about how much you can like pack into a closet. Yeah. You can just like, keep packing, packing. So when they start pulling stuff out yeah. and laying it on the bed for you to look at, there's so much to see. And it's all that, it's basically a curated collection that someone curated over the years. So if you like their style, you're going to be like in heaven. I've noticed a trend with us, like on Saturday afternoons when we're being lazy, we'll start texting each other uh, online auctions, uh, estate sales. 
And it's so much fun. We've been bidding on some stuff and we just haven't had the time to go in person. So the online option is also really nice because you, you can just browse and some of them will even ship stuff to you, like the smaller items. We had some jewelry shipped. So it is fun to kind of um, be able to pick and choose which sale you're going to go to. Because when you go to the thrift store, you don't know what it's going to be like. But with estate sales, especially with the previews, you're like, okay, this is worth my time. This is not, you know. Yeah, yeah I do some online too but for that i i don't know why i i like to see the clothes in person i haven't bought any clothes off the virtual online auctions like the ones locally but i bought recently bought like a lamp or i bought like a couple pieces of china my husband doesn't like it so much because like then on sundays you have to like drive and pick it up falls and buy pick up this three plates that i got for ten dollars <laughs> story of my life story yeah. of my life hey it gets you out of the house you probably go to a fun restaurant or something while yeah, you're there make a day out true. of it that's true yeah, yeah. We, we do try and make something more out of it yeah yeah yeah. so i have a tough question for you what is your favorite store in cleveland i really like value world i mean value world's got a couple different locations they i i kind of feel like if you guys knew what unique thrift was yeah yeah i do yeah unique i feel like value world is kind of um makes me feel like the old days of unique thrift yes yes i I totally Um, get the same vibe good job with their social they do a good job Mm -hmm. with like texting and, and sales and discounts and they've got a um, like a preferred shopping thing where you get if you spend a hundred dollars you get like ten dollars off mm-hmm. so they, they really there's a lot of incentives to shop there um and they're just the, the, they have a lot of they have a ton of quantity like they have a lot to choose from so yeah. they're big and they're family owned shout out to tia we've worked with her okay. before yeah they're okay. family owned they they own stores in cleveland and michigan oh, ohio and yeah. michigan yeah I also have two other um, smaller vendors that I really like. There's a store on Larchmere um, called Monarch Vintage, and she has a cool collection of like 80s and 90s stuff. Um, nice. I, and I just like her. Every time I go there, she's always like, oh, I, I knew you would like that <laughs> shirt. You know, she, and then I also, there's I have a friend who owns um, a small place in Tremont called Refied Vintage. Yeah. She also has a lot of cool stuff. My friend Savan, lots of 80s, 80s, big shoulder pads kind of cool stuff like that. She might be dabbling in those low slung jeans, which I'm, she's not going to find me finding them. <laughs> wearing them but, hey, yeah. you got to attract that younger audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are great, great picks. So you posted something on stories and I was like, oh my God, you look amazing. And you're like, I rented it. Tell us about your renting experience yeah. right now. Where are you renting from and what attracted you to this kind of shopping model? Okay, so um, well, during the first lockdown, I got really kind of, you know, I was going through my closet and getting dressed every day. And normally I would be like, oh, I've been wearing the same thing for a while. I'm going to run out to the thrift store on a Saturday morning and get some infusion of coolness or newness. And I couldn't do that. Right. So I was like kind of just craving new. And I got fed an ad somewhere along the lines for Mm -hmm. a company called Newly. And what I found is they had like really cool brands that I would normally look for at the thrift like like an anthropology brand, like some, you know, free people kind of like 70s inspired patterns, colors, mm-hmm. the whole thing, just like what I like to wear. And I just kind of gave it a shot and checked it out. Now, I knew I had done rent the runway in the past, right, for weddings or like fancy parties for college things that I did. Like you would just rent the one dress, wear it, send it back. Um, but I didn't think that people really rented everyday clothes. And they do come mm-hmm. to find out. And you know, I went to a talk. It was, so this whole thing kind of got me thinking about how I started, under, like how I knew about renting clothes. And I went to a talk. There's an organization in Cleveland called Cozy. It's the Council of Smaller Enterprises. So I'm a small business owner. I go to these things now and then just to get to learn, right? Because as a small business owner, you have to kind of find your own education in the world. Um, no one's offering you continue girl. learning at work, yeah. right? You have to do that yourself. So I went to this talk and it was the woman, one of the women, there are two women that founded Rent the Runway and they came in to Cleveland and they spoke and they just talked about how they did it, why they did it, what, you know, what their thinking was for doing it. And basically, you know, that their base, their, their business model, they're a glorified dry cleaner, <laughs> right? We think of them as a rental company, but really they are a large scale dry cleaner globally now. Um, but they talked about, and this had to be 10 years ago or something. They talked about how as women were like our fashion what they're predicting or what they were predicting. I'm not sure it's really happened, but that we would only buy the basics. So we would buy, you know, our white button down blouses, our black turtlenecks, our jeans, our workout clothes, our underwear, those kind of things. But everything else that's trendy, we would rent because everything else has become a subscription service. The 
at the time, do you guys remember Redbox? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So you would, yeah, so it was before Netflix or anything, you'd go get your Redbox, mm-hmm. it was subscription, you'd, or even like Blockbuster, you would get a couple, send them back, you know, so Netflix, I think, started out like a subscription yeah. model, too. Yeah, so you would get your Netflix in the mail. But that's that was their thinking. And I remember being like, that's kind of cool. I don't know that that would be fit my personal, you know, more is more <laughs> personal motto, but Maxim- um, maximalist. But, yeah, <laughs> but I know they probably could work for some people. I have some friends that their closets are like this big and that would totally that would totally work for them. So during the lockdown, I wasn't able to go out. I was like, I'm going to spend some money because everyone was also spending money on weird things at the time. And I'm going to do this subscription. I'm going to try it. And it was awesome. I think I rented eight things a month and a lot of things showed up with tags on it. Yeah. So like everything I wear, like I'm wearing something because <gasps> I wanted to show like this is from Newly. It's a sweater with ladybugs on it. Oh, it's part God. of my rental this month. And it's, it's so cute. Anthropology. Thanks. And it came with the tags on it. So wow. no one's worn it. I mean, I'm not saying that I can you can guarantee that. But a lot of the times, like the weirder the pieces, people just don't rent them. I don't know. Um, wow. But I've had a lot of like luck finding cool stuff that are in the stores right now through these rental programs do yeah, you I'll wear them three or four times and send it back that's really cool do you know the um sizes that they offer yeah so they go from size two all the way up to a plus size so this oh, is nice. a 1x okay um, i'm just showing you because it's because it's cropped yes cropped sweater and i was like i don't want a crop sweater mm-hmm. i'm gonna make yep. it a little bit bigger for me so i can have a little bit more length and yeah i love it i'm gonna wear it probably you're gonna see me in the next month because I paid for it for a month. Oh, that is and so that cool. What brand, yeah. did you say that's Anthropology? What brand is it? It's Anthropology. Yeah. Nice. I was just visiting a friend in New York City and it was in their window. And I was, <gasps> oh my gosh, my Sherry. Yeah. You're like, I'm so fancy. Look at me. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I know that Ann Taylor has their, or Ann Taylor Loft has their own rental subscription program. That oh. You can subscribe to that just, if you like Loft, you like their styles, you know what fits you and you just don't feel like going to the stores. You could do that. I haven't done that one personally, but I, I do buy a lot of loft. I find a lot of loft at the thrift stores. Yeah. You know, stuff in there, mostly in there, weird patterns and cool colors that people buy and then they get tired of, but I keep them forever. This um, is so cool. I only have ever heard of Rent the Runway. That's the only one I ever knew yeah. about. There's okay. another one. Um, I think it's called Eloquy. Yep. Eloquy. Oh. It's size fashion. And yeah. they just started a rental program too. Remember the two-tone, two-tone uh, suits? suit that I said? Yeah. And I said, I totally wear this. That's That was an ad for their subscription yes. box. I love their clothes. Yeah. And I don't ever want to yeah. spend as much money, like the price of those. Like and I don't. They did a collaboration with Walmart too yeah. last summer, remember? Yep. 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 So they, um, they just got on the rental uh, program as well. Like, the rental model as well and i it's funny dina i was fed that same ad with the two-tone suit yeah. <laughs> and i was like i would wear that suit so much that i think i need to buy it yeah to their website and it's actually so it's sold out through the website wow you can rent it through the rental program Ooh. so like if you wanted to wear it you'd have to sign up which their rental program would be cheaper than buying the suit right that you might only wear like three or four times Ooh, i have another question for you so yeah. say that you rent with newly you get the item it doesn't fit what happens you can, I mean, their their customer service is really good. Like, I mean, up to a point, I, I actually haven't done it yet because sometimes if I buy things, I like will, like, oh, I'm an extra large, but the large is available and I want it today. I'm just going to try and see if it fits and then it doesn't fit. Like, I'm not going to call them on, out on my bad decision. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. um, sometimes, so, I mean, I've written to them before, like, one time I got a jacket that didn't come with a belt. One time that it just didn't fit at all. Like, it was... It was one size fits all, but it should have been one size fits most. Yeah. Um, you know, things like that. And they're really, they'll just say, you can get an extra one next month. Mm. Oh. Really, they want to work with you. Yeah. That's nice. Or they'll, they'll give you a free, you know, $10 off or whatever it is. They're owned by the Urban brand, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah. So it's like their it must own. be because that's why they have all their brands. Yeah. They have like a lot of anthropology and um, urban outfitters. Urban, free people. Yep. Free people. So free people, I would never typically like go there to shop because I do think it's on the higher end and it's a little boho and um, I love to rock a cowboy boot, but I don't feel like I'm a super boho kind of person, but some days maybe, but I will rent those dresses and they are like, I always get super complimented. Yeah. You know, so you're not the first person people say like, Oh, I love that. And I'm very transparent. I'm like, I rented it. Yeah. I think people think it's weird, but I'm like, it's out there. And no, I think I think it's the next forever. I think it's the next wave of shopping. I really do because we have like you said a lot of subscription boxes that you keep like Stitch Fix and I think this is going to be the new way to shop. And I just saw cuz when you told me about it, I went on their website 
they're launching like a curated 70s collection right now that you can rent. And I, like, my heart was beating so fast. I'm like, this is incredible. (laughs) And so it's like $88 a month, right? I saw. for eight things. And then you can share your referral code, I think, right? To get a discount? Yeah. Do you you know what your code is? You can. I I don't. No, it's okay. But you should sign. Yeah, you should sign up and get one and share it. Oh, she's so sweet. We want you to share yours. Yeah. Yeah. You have to give. I can maybe find one to give it to you after. I didn't yeah. Okay. Well, we'll include Charity's referral code. She's telling us not to, but we we want you to get some credit because I learned about it through you, and and I think it's you know you should get that kickback. What's the most your most favorite outfit you've ever rented? I rented this beautiful Tory Burch. Mm. So um, this was from Rent the Runway, um, a Tory Burch like sweater capelet coat thing. Mm. I knew that I was taking a trip. So that's a lot of times like, I got planning around like when I'm going to order, like where I'm going or an event coming up. And I knew I was taking this trip down to um, High Point, the big interior design um, oh, yeah. furniture show. And so I knew there would be a lot of stylish women, people there in general. And so I rented this coat that I had seen on the Tory Burch website. It was $6.95, so $700 for this coat. And I rented it as one of my eight things for the month. And I think I got stopped by like 10 different women. Like my girlfriend was like, oh, here we go with the coat again. Uh, but, and she, I think she, wa- I never told anyone that it was rented at that event. Cause I was just like, oh, thank you. It's Storybird. Yep. Yep. But I think at one point she was like, it's rented. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I watched that coat. It's funny. Cause there's also a lot of times option to purchase. So you can, if you have a favorite thing, mm-hmm. so you could, you know, they, they're smart in that, like, the longer you rent it, the price that comes down, because I think that they know that you want it. I, there's got to be an algorithm to something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand it. But um, so it went down a little bit. Like, it started at $700, just like the Tory Burch site. I think it went down to maybe, like, $500. I rented it actually for two months. Wow. So I paid for it twice and sent it back. But, I mean, I still see that. I still look at that coat on the Tory Burch website, and it's never gone on sale. Ever. I mean, it's a beautiful coat. It's so pretty. I, I could rent it again. But What color um, was it? What does it look like? It was like it, – it's um, – I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like um, a, just a vector pattern. It's navy, purple, and like a light purple. It's got <sighs> these like buttons that are leather buttons. And it's kind—it's of, like a capelet. Yeah. You know? I mean, you uh, like a capelet. It, will, it's so yeah. cool. And it's so thick. So you didn't have to wear – a coat because it was like a coat it was, it was the coolest thing it was like this like um kind of 70s geometric print yeah. it was i can really picture cool. it i can picture it so what are some of your favorite brands outside of like vintage brands i do get a lot of pants from banana republic they mm-hmm. just think i'm tall so they have long sizes and they also you know their sizes go up pretty far so once i find a style i just kind of stick with it i like a good trouser pant because i feel like mm-hmm. a trouser pant is business even if it's in bright red I like I like anthropology. I mean, they have a lot of fun prints and patterns, but I do try and find a lot of that stuff at the at the thrift store or stock it and just watch it go. I, I'm a I'm a historical like habitual clothing stock. If there's something I want, I will watch it for months. Yeah, for months. And I also buy out of season. So like if it's a summer thing and it finally goes on sale in January, I'm going to buy it yeah. because I'll wear it the next summer. I think that's probably J Crew. I know. I mean, like they're. I think that they've always been pretty good at, at bright colors even if it's in a classic cut, but bold colors. They've got some some pastel stuff right now for spring. I never really love pastel springs, so that's just not my jam. So I kind of glaze over that stuff, but but yeah, that's about it. Yeah. I mean, I like Old Navy, but I've been trying, thanks to you, to stay away from more of the fast fashion retailers. Like, you really opened my eyes to other ways to shop um, than supporting them. So not that, you know. Every now and then, a bathing suit is nice to buy new. So yeah, yeah. nice job because that is really hard. Well, like, it is hard. I mean, and, and I, I constantly try to tell myself and people on the podcast like it's progress, not perfection. Like I make those kinds of purchases here and there, and you just have to make take small steps and make small changes. I mean, I'm not here to preach, and like I am not a perfect, sustainable person by any means. It's hard for me to find boys' pants at the thrift store. So I have seven and a half year old son the boys they just destroy their pants yeah so like they have holes in them or they and so they never really make it whereas like i have a niece who uh, this past christmas when she came to visit i bought like six beautiful beautiful like holiday dresses from the thrift store yeah. you know like every little girl's dress goes at the thrift store and i'm like oh 
I could just find something cool like that for the boys, but not as much. It is. Yeah, it's hard. But even with little girls, like play pants, like the leggings and stuff, those yeah. are pretty much worn yeah. out yeah. by the time you get to the thrift store. And you buy them for like $5 at places like Old Navy and Target. Like it's that to me is yeah. just worth buying new. Um, but yeah, holiday dresses. Like I refuse to buy a dress full price. And she <laughs> a funny story about this. Actually, we were at Target and she was like, I want this dress. I want this dress. And I was like, no, we'll find it cheaper at Goodwill. And then she just like said so loud, we always go to Goodwill, mama. <laughs> I'm like, that's right. That's right. I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> that's funny. Well, I'm turning Max. I mean, like he thinks going to the thrift store is fun because it's always an adventure. And I, I give him a little bit of money and I say, we'll find something really cool. And- yeah. We've had, it's been kind of fun raising a kid in the thrift world. So I, I think that's kind of fun. That's we might so even cool. do it today. You never know. <laughs> it's been a pleasure talking to you. I feel like we could talk all day there. There's so much about you. Like we didn't even really get into the home decor stuff. So Some other we, might, time. we need, might need to have a part two with you. Yeah. <laughs> and anytime you're up in Cleveland, if you want any recommendations on things, I've, I've got the hookup on knowledge. I'm happy to share. You, you sure do know a lot about the Cleveland area. I work on the west side. I don't know if you know Cleveland, but we're really big on east side, west side of yeah. the river. So downtown, we have the river, Cuyahoga River. So I work on the west side every day, and I live on the east side. So I, I say I'm bicidal, so I don't play favorites <laughs> either side. I just, I, I like it all. So Yeah, yeah. Well, tell everybody where they can find you online. I'm Charity216 on Instagram and on Facebook too, Charity216. And tell them where they can find your business on Instagram. Oh, right. And my day job, which I love and I'm super passionate about graphic design, is studiochartreuse.com. And on Instagram, it's studio underscore chartreuse. Awesome. Thank you so much. It was so fun talking Thanks, to you. Guys. It was so nice yeah, to meet really you. Nice to meet you. Yes. I don't know. You feel like you know someone, but yes. Nice to finally meet you. And Dina, <laughs> always good to see you. You too. Thanks to our partner, Realist.com, for sponsoring today's episode. If you are looking for a software that allows you to post to multiple marketplaces, manage your orders online, and help you get organized with your inventory, I encourage you to check them out at Realist.com. One of my favorite things about this platform is that it helped me get my inventory organized. Every item has a barcode label now that I can easily find in my storage area. Head to Realist.com and be sure to use that code DINA to save even more. Thanks for listening to Thanks It's Thrifted with Dina and Shannon. For episode show notes, head to dinasdays.com slash podcast. If you want to enroll in the course, I encourage you to enroll early. Early bird pricing ends March 18th. That link is in the show notes and you can also find it at dinasdays.com. Connect with us on social media. We are on Instagram at thanksitsthrifted.pod and I am on Facebook at Dina's Days. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.